This is Bottom of the Bill. myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> it happens to me all the time on this show bro I say wild things i'm like why did i say that <laughs> yeah it's a maker's mark yeah for sure <laughs> is, is there a way i can pull this monitor like a little closer Oh yeah, maybe, yeah. Check one, two, in this capacity it is, yeah. Check one, two, hey. Yeah, it should be good. And maybe some more mic too, I can't really hear him. Yo, yo, check, testing, check, what's up? Mike Monty, what's <laughs> up, check. We don't need that much That sounds good. <laughs> you can turn him I down. finally get a microphone. And uh, no Cassidy, motorcycles. Emma, Callie, if you guys wanna check your mics check also. Check one, two, hello, hello, hello. Hey, one, two. Don't say anything wrong on check, the microphone. Check, check. Sensei yourself. <laughs> Sounds good for me over here. Hey, hey, hey. You guys need anything more in, in your monitors at all? I think we're good. Yeah, good? I think we're good. Right. I don't like listening to myself talk. So yeah. I don't like listening to her talk either. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired and we haven't even started. Oh, we, we, we are rolling. That's all staying in. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Um, so before we get started with everything though, how many, how many people here are familiar with bottom of the bill, the podcast? Hey, yo. Okay, cool. So, uh, for those who don't know, it's our, uh, 100th episode and we're doing this live and obviously, and, uh, you'll notice that we have some coasters with some QR codes. If you scan those and su subscribe to us on YouTube, you can save half off on your first beer, uh, to show the bartenders that you subscribed. And then also uh, we do an unpopular opinion segment at the end. So if you want, you can fill out a little thing at, at, the, at the door over there and put it in a, in a, in a bucket. And then if we, if we pick it at the end and we draw it and we talk about it, then you win a CBD package from our sponsor at Best Buds CBD store. Um, so that's all we got going on for that. And how many people here are familiar with Annie Dukes? Awesome. So, you guys just released a record and have been doing a lot of like touring and some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, but before all that, how did you guys get started and what was like kind of the formation of the band? We'll let Emma take that one. You're always looking at me first to talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> uh, no, we started from, uh, we kind of didn't mean to start a band. We uh, had a friend, a mutual friend that passed away that kind of connected us all and, um, I don't know, it just one day we were like, hey, let's play some music and see what happens. And Annie Dukes kind of just formed from there. And Emma and I were both at a point in our life where we were kind of just burnt out on music and kind of not, we were like ready to just put it, you know, put it, put to, it, bed. it, put it to bed. I get it, yeah. Yeah, so, so 
It was it was a good mistake that was never meant to happen that happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, talk about stumbling into success. You guys are crushing it right now. Thank you. What, what's the name coming from? Like, what inspired Annie Dukes? So, <laughs> I just keep looking at her. She's going to talk the whole time. <laughs> Annie Dukes, uh, we usually like to tell, like, really crazy stories about Annie Duke, but really it was my great-grandmother. It was her name. And I never got to meet her or anything, but um, I just figured that would be such a badass band name. She's probably rolling over in her grave right now, being like, shit, playing that rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, that rock and roll but, music. Yeah, but that's, that's where Annie Duke came from. It's turned into this like mascot where it's like, Annie Duke is really whoever you want her to be. It's like, you're Annie Duke, I'm Annie Duke. We're all Annie. Yeah. And people call us Annie and we answer to her. That's, really? that's just our name now. Yeah, I, I love that dynamic that you guys created because there's like a narrative now and like kind of like a storyline, I would imagine, and a character that you've created, which really gets people invested into mm-hmm. the brand. I think it's pretty brilliant. I really Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you. Yeah. And how, like, so you guys all original members or? No, we've had a few lineup changes. Um, Callie is the most recent addition to the band. Um, and she's been super awesome. She plays keys and guitar. Yep. Um, but it kind of... You want to take that away, Emma? We've had a couple lineup changes, but uh, Cass and I have been doing this since day one. And then Mike came in really early on in the game, which was very surprising for us. And he kind of like changed the dynamic a little bit, like with the sound. He has like a lot of history in music. So uh, when we went down to a trio, we went down to a trio like mid one of our mid tours in summer. And that really like changed us as a band it created what we are now and we love the trio and then when Callie came in it just kind of like finished our sound out so yeah it feels like we have this long journey and every step of the way everybody that's been involved and everybody that's left it's like it's all made sense yeah and Mike has a lot of like really cool influences that are different than us like he has a lot of punk influence okay so yeah. it really it changed our sound in like the best way possible yeah That's i awesome. hate to say it though i hate to yeah. say it too yeah. go on <laughs> go on <laughs> yeah i get the vibe that mike likes to be the villain of the band he is the villain it's like, ew, ew. Ew. thank you he's he's good to the band. Gross. that, that kind of hurt to, <laughs> to hear that Just give i know me the drums, honestly because we'll be right. we're never gonna hear that <laughs> i hated saying that <laughs> sorry i'm not better at drums yeah. <laughs> you're stuck with me <laughs> um, I'm curious about the, like, just finding the right people for bands and just like the meshing of personalities and, and abilities. And can you kind of speak to that, that process for you guys and just like the importance of having that dynamic to keep a band going? Yeah. I will say that the members that are in this band right now, it's just like, it works perfectly. And I'm so grateful to be in a project where everybody is invested and everybody is like making a sacrifice. Um, Cause we've all been involved in projects where one person is, you know, more into it than the other, but this is just like, we're all working really hard for the same thing. And it's been really cool. It translates. It definitely feels like a family unit. Like we, we tour together really well. We travel together really well. Like everything just kind of, fell into place and it's hard to find that mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah i mean like very hard it's like any every band take like the story oldest time every band tries to find that dynamic and mm-hmm. like it just it breaks up because like just it doesn't work priorities change and all that stuff mm-hmm. were you guys all full-time musicians before this band yes all yeah. of you mm-hmm. yeah really uh so callie you sing too yeah okay. so she's an incredible singer yeah 
And have you written in this <laughs> <Yeah>. project? <laughs> have you written in this project and and uh, and do you sing on the record at all? Yeah. So um, I'm on predominant like all the harmonies. Okay. And then uh, just like little bits and pieces. I feel like the heart and soul of all the writing is with Cassidy and Emma. Um, and then when they're stuck, we kind of do like a group like therapy session while trying to finish a song. So That's it's kind good. of cool to like be in a band and be in a project that everyone has like their roles, but they also know when to ask for help, which I think is really important yeah. with communication. And I think that's something that like you need like vitally to keep something going. I like how you described it as a, as a therapy session mm -hmm. because it is that it is like it's stripping <laughs> away your ego yeah. and just allowing the process to kind of take over and trusting like the person that you're talking to, that For their sure. in intuition is right. You right. Know? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, Aaron, uh, the door guy over there, uh, <laughs> can speak to that. We, when we played, we had our band side hustle, and it was very much a similar thing where you just have to, even if it's an idea that you don't like, there there are certain hills to die on, mm -hmm. and then others you just have to kind of let them let them take the reins. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. I will say the creative process has been like super easy when like. I feel like a lot of bands struggle in that aspect and like we work our ass off. We're busy all the time, but we struggle in other ways. We, we really <laughs> like the creative process. The writing process has always come very easy. And especially like I bring up the trio again, like when we came back from tour as a trio, the three of us like sat down, scratched a lot of old songs and like dove in and started writing. And like I'll usually like bring in an idea and then, we just mold it as a band and it just turns into like an Annie Duke song as opposed to like, if I were to finish it myself, it would just be Emma Mosley. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's been like super cool, but that, that part of the band just flows so easily. So I think that that's like where the magic comes from. So it makes like the hard work kind of like worth it. You know what I mean? Right. So I like, and we rehearse all the time. <laughs> That's, oh, that's like, <laughs> we practice yeah, nonstop. Write, writing as a trio definitely helped us out a yes. lot. And and then we threw Callie in the mix that made us more full. So yeah. we had a yeah. good foundation to work on. Yeah, really. I had a good foundation to come into. Yes. Yeah. These these people got everything together. They're like, okay, here's all this. This is what you need to learn. Like, <laughs> here's like everything that you could ever possibly need. And it made my transition so easy because when I joined it was like maybe two to three weeks before we were going on tour. And yeah, she got thrown into the mix. Oh, we threw wow. it it was just wolves, like, baby. hey, can you do this? And I was like, uh, yeah, like, <laughs> let me clear my schedule. Let me contact the right people to cancel some stuff. And yeah. I like, I'm she there. Did. It worked and out perfect. It was okay. the most stressful couple of weeks of my life. I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> she handled it like a pro, <laughs> like, a an Annie, like a good. true Annie. It's yeah, like yeah. also for you guys, it's like the level of commitment that she showed off the bat, right? Oh, yeah. And that's like a huge thing because people come into things and then it, and it also helps that you're so on top of communication and you're organized because, mm -hmm. I mean, musicians are like notorious for not doing any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. And like, I know for me, that's a huge, like, like if I get involved in something and, and the communication's not there and it's not organized and... Mm -hmm. Things get lost. I, I lose interest very yeah. quickly. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter how good the music is. Mm -hmm. At this point with the band, we have to be like that. We have to be on top. We're completely DIY. Like everything that we do, everything that you see from Annie Dukes, 
we're doing a hundred things behind the scenes to right. make that happen. There's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> so all of us have like basically full-time jobs, but on top of that, Annie Dukes is like a full-time job too. Right. It's just, there's a lot going on at all times. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys yeah. have obviously like the, like the video that you guys released was great. And Thank you. Um, you, you have the tours that you're booking. And so the marketing, the promo stuff, it all looks so good. And I, I think that Thank sometimes you. people don't fully understand what goes in, like you guys have been working on this for probably like a year, right? On, on, the, on the assets of promotional assets and stuff. Actually, no, we just recorded this January 1st. Really? We, yeah, we, yeah, we recorded, did the video and released it since January 1st. The thing about our band is once we like have something in our mind, we just work really, really, really hard and make it happen as quickly as possible because we're always on a time crunch. Yeah. I don't know if that happens for most people, but I feel like, we're always like, okay, we got four weeks to do this or we got this <laughs> yeah. time. Like, But I feel right. like we do it really well. Yeah. I feel like if we had that extra time, we would overthink and overanalyze yeah. and it wouldn't be as authentic as it has been for we us. We work well under pressure. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. But it's also like insane that you did all that in like less than three months. Thank you. Like, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a hustle and a work ethic. That's Thank very you. cool. Thank yeah. you. I think this is what burnout is called. Yeah, yeah. I think we've arrived. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that, that's that's real because you guys are i mean you know whatever a little bit behind the scenes but you guys are probably like tired of like the songs already you've heard them in and out and we kind of listen to them i love our songs <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i listen to them all the time <laughs> yeah when when the ep dropped i was driving into work and i'm like full crying yeah i'm like this is so cool like, yeah i mean you what got, is life it, it's like the production and the writing i just can't stress it enough it's so good thank it's, you uh, so pro thank you like there's a lot of times with diy bands um where you know they're putting in the work and everything but you hear the you hear and see the end result and it's like well you sound and look like a diy band and that's okay you don't have the resources or the financing mm -hmm. but you guys are doing it like you look like like pros, it's it's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so you you mentioned earlier about kind of being burnt out because like the full time musician grind is is hard. Oh God. So can you speak to what that like what that is that that, that feeling is and like how it affected your creativity? So you take that I'll take that one. <laughs> finally, um, when I when Annie Dukes formed, I had just moved back from Nashville, being full time there too. So I lived here. I played six nights a week. Moved to Nashville. Ended up doing the exact same thing. Moved back here and was playing six, six nights a week again. And when Annie Dukes started, it was just like I have no time to be creative. Like. I was so burnt out from being creative that I didn't even want to pick up my guitar. But when this happened, I realized that the sacrifice I was going to have to make for the band was stopping that. So I took a whole year off from cover gigs just to dedicate like my time and energy into Annie Dukes. And we've all personally made those kind of sacrifices too, just in different ways. Mm -hmm. But I, the full-time musician thing, it is insane. Callie is doing that now. I'm yes. waiting for her to finally cut it off <laughs> she'll learn she'll, she'll learn, learn. <laughs> well when you find out let me know how it works because i haven't figured it out yet i have found a really good balance not recently because we're about to go on tour i'm like when have you found a balance girl i'm no, waiting for not that. recently because i'm like we're gonna be in nashville for a couple of days so i want some spending money yeah. yeah but um when i joined i was going hard like crazy like full band solo so it's just like a whole bunch of different dynamics within one dynamic and then when i joined them i like canceled 
all my gigs, didn't pick up anything for like the first three months I was in the band. And I think that was really beneficial to me because all of my focus was here and being in that moment. Right. So, yeah, the burnout is real in cover gigs. It's <laughs> hard because like you're sitting there and even if it's not your music, like you're hopefully playing songs that you're connected to in some capacity. Right. And then you're playing to an audience that doesn't fully appreciate it. Yeah. Or, or at least doesn't let you know that they appreciate it. Mm -hmm, right. And like just the mental drain that that has on you at the end of a uh, gig. Ugh. You know, like I've had people tell me where I'm, oh, I tell them that I'm exhausted. And like, well, you, you played for a couple hours and you sounded You're good. You're living the dream. Yeah, living the dream. I wrote a song called Living the Dream based off that exact thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like the, the just that mental, you know, it's, it's like, well, you played a gig for a couple hours and you sounded good. Like, why do you, like, why are you tired? It's because like, I gave you everything and you gave me nothing in return. Yeah. Yeah. People right. don't realize you're giving like a big piece of your soul. Yeah. And it's like where you're doing that six days a week. The balance I've tried to find, which is hard, but I try and limit the amount of gigs I do per week to like four. Mm -hmm. Just up my rate and just do like four gigs yeah. a week. The problem that happens there is that you inevitably get cancellations. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, well, yeah, my month looks good and I can focus on this other stuff. And then you get like two or three cancellations and you're like, fuck, I'm back screwed. in hustle mode. Yeah. 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 So did you guys like, have, do you deal with that? Callie, you're, you're doing the full-time thing. So are you dealing with that right now? Um, I've gotten really selective on who and where I play now. Yeah. So I feel like that's gone down a She's bunch. a liar. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's a liar. I am slightly, but it's fine. <laughs> she, she's still, I'm calling her she's out. still fresh yeah. meat here. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I'm now looking for quality. Right. Like places that I know people are there to enjoy music, not to where I'm background anymore. So I feel like that's slightly less soul sucking than. Or yeah. just a really like well paying gig. I'll be yeah. background music for a very well paying oh, gig. 100%. That's worth yeah. it. A hundred percent. But it's not worth it when I'll take not that check well. for <laughs> then I'll sit there and I'll, I'll play whatever you want. I don't care. But I, I had one of the highest gig paying gigs of my life like yesterday. And it was like a wedding gig or whatever. And it was, uh, I just sat there and I, and I played to, I mean, just the most obnoxiously rich people. Mm -hmm. And like, they just had the worst attitude about everything. But I just sat there and I was like, I don't even care. I'm making yeah. so much money today. Yeah. That, like you can. It changes your outlook. Yeah. For sure. I will play wagon wheel five times tonight if you want. <laughs> Oof. You know? Oof. <laughs> uh, sorry if you like wagon wheel. It's just. Uh, it's uh, a no wagon wheel zone for us too. Really? You guys, yes. you guys on that, on that train? I have a list of songs that I will not play Where unless it's for like five. Okay, number one, <laughs> Freebird, obviously. Freebird. Yeah, of course. Duh. Number two, Sweet Caroline. Yep. I I'll like get back to one. you on the list. Huh? I'll get back to you on the list. I don't like playing Brown Eyed Girl or yep. Wagon Wheel. Uh, Mr. Brightside, Wonderwall. Wonderwall, yep. yeah. Uh, zombie in the wrong place in the wrong time. If it's like a quiet little like... I'm just out for like a glass of wine. They're like, play zombie. I'm like, no. Wrong no. vibe. Yeah. No, thank you. Sweet yeah. Caroline is lit. I don't know what you're talking about. I like, <laughs> I like playing Sweet Caroline. I, I don't get a lot Sweet of Caroline. See, Dixieland Delight is on my list. Okay. I hate all of that. Oh, there, it's weird. There's just like people a lot of the time. This is like no bash on, on, on like, you know, people that like music and they go to bars and support or whatever. But you can hear those songs on the radio. Yeah. And then like you can also go to any other bar with live music and hear another person play those mm -hmm. songs. Yeah. So if I'm asking you to request something, 
why wouldn't you give me something that like me like just a little bit deeper than that yeah. also right. chances are like you might not know it and i'm mm -hmm. famous for like turning people down because i don't know tunes like that i'm famous for the opposite yeah you, you I will, come to it i will butcher a song me too just to make someone happy if you throw a 20 in my tip jar and you you spew out something crazy. I'm like, I'll try it. I but might it butcher it. It works too, right? Because they appreciate it. it right. Works. And they're like, hey, that wasn't half bad. I'm like, I hated it, but it's fine. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> That's, I, I've never gotten over that. Like, I can't like perform something. Like somebody will ask me for a song. And I'm like, I've never even heard that before. Mm -hmm. So here, I'll play it on my cell phone real quick. Like, well, this is not sorcery, right? Like I have to like <laughs> yeah. sit down and like learn shit and like, whatever, like internalized stuff and lyrics and whatever. And it's just, so it's wild to me, but if I would have sat there and made like an effort, mm -hmm. it probably would have went a lot, you know, further for me, but I just, I can't do it. Something I me. used to be, be that way. And then when I moved to Nashville, it was the first time, like, this was like four or five years ago, I had to buy one of those phone clips and I was so against it back then. I'm yeah. like, I am not getting a phone clip. But then when people started putting $20 bills in front of my face, I'm like, yeah, I know that song. And I look up the lyrics real quick. It made me so money hungry that now I feel like I'm just like, I'll play anything you want. Yeah. Let she me can know. do it. And I can the do it most her, of the time. That is her superpower. She can. She, I've seen her play The Offspring, okay, on her acoustic, fucking kills it. Wow. I've seen, th that is her superpower. She can. It doesn't always work. It does. It does. Yeah. It There's does. been some pretty bad times. That's the thing about me. I can like mess it up and like fake my way through it. But when I do mess it up really bad, it's noticeable for everybody in the room. No, it's, it's literally not. only noticeable to you. Yeah. No, no, it's not. On it's, God. Well, it's because you're, you set such a high standard the rest of your act. And then you do something that you feel is not great. And you're like, oh, everyone notices now because it was it was like such a deviation from the rest of the standard that you set. Well, there, you know the... There's a song called Fancy by Reba. Oh, yeah. I love that People song. request that song all the time. <laughs> I love and that. And I, I normally, I'm it. like, no, I don't know it. But then somebody, like, one of my worst nightmares is somebody requesting that song and handing me, like, a $100 bill. Oh, boy. And that happens multiple times. And I'm like, take your money back. I can't, like, I've screwed it up oh, in the no. middle of it. Did you really give them the money back? There's so they, many They let lyrics. me keep it most of the time, probably because they feel bad for me. <laughs> but that's the one song where I'm like, I'm not doing it. That's what I'll say no to. I feel that. Yeah. Mike, are, are you not doing the full-time thing anymore? Uh, I have a day job working construction and I pick up gigs every chance I am available, but I don't really, uh, I don't have like a full-time cover band or anything like that. But my phone rings just enough for me to get my fix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, but Andy Dukes takes up my, uh, all my attention. He's a full-time Annie too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing the hybrid band, like half original, half cover anymore, or or just all covers. It's like more just all this original band. And then uh, my other original band, El Castillo, and then pickup gigs. That's pretty much all I do. That's the best way to keep it, I think. You know, yeah. Keep the creative juices going, and then you know if you want to play some covers, you do it when you want. Yeah. You and I played a gig together a long time ago. Yes. At that Flagler was College. A, a really weird one. Yeah, man. I, I was <laughs> you, like, me, and Sean in yeah. the in the Flagler College uh, I didn't cafeteria. Know that. Cafeteria, yeah. <laughs> like in the cafeteria in the yeah. corner. Yep. <laughs> John hit me up like earlier that day and was like, hey man, uh, my friend needs a guitar player today. Yeah. Do you want to come and do the gig? And I was like, okay. 
And like the load-in was weird and just like the, the vibe was weird. And it's like a yeah. surf and turf day at the yeah. Flagler cafeteria. They wanted like reggae music. I played the one Sublime song and did not go back to reggae the whole time. It was so good. <laughs> it's just like, we that. hit some John Mayer though. We hit some John Mayer. We did hit some, yeah, I'm a big John Mayer guy. I think we hit that, uh, Way down the world trio, yes. Yeah. One of the trio songs. Oh yeah, that was you, funny. You really man. been on some John He's been Mayer on a lately? John Mayer kick. I, I, I love John Mayer. I've heard John Mayer come out of your mouth this week. Well, way too many times. I remember we we smashed that one. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you did. We sure. smashed it uh, in the cafeteria, <laughs> Flagler College. <laughs> I like the humility. Yeah, we fucking crushed that. Yeah, shit, dude. <laughs> like seven years proud. ago, that John Mayer song, man, we killed it. Yeah. So, how did you come into the picture? And I'm, I'm, I love the dynamic of an all-girl band with you as a drummer. Well, um, they, they saw me play a filling gig um, at, the, at the local in Atlantic Beach, and they were all drunk. It was St. Patrick's Day. And they came oh, my up God. To, way to call oh us Lord. out. They my come up to me, and they what? go, hey, where the band? Spot on. <laughs> where band? I'm like, all right, right on. They're like, we need a drummer. We're a real band. I'm like, all right. We're a real band. I'm like, cool. We're a real band. Like, right on. So I got their information, but they never hit me up. And I was like, I kind of forgot about them. And then all of a sudden, they announced they're playing the Supergirl Pro surf contest. And I love surfing. And I'm like, I got a crush on basically every girl on in the contest. So yeah. I, I saw that they were playing and I was like. Surfing girls, I'm there. I was, yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, maybe they need a drummer for that. I better hit him up just in case. Then he wouldn't stop hitting us then up. Then he was stalking really? us. Then he was yeah. like, oh, we, I want to be an Andy Duke. And yeah. Then and they said they don't need a drummer for that. But in December, their drummer's going overseas yeah. for yeah, you know, our previous drummer Navy. was in the Navy and he got Navy, deployed yeah. oh, that happens, and it wrecked yeah. us. We were like, what do we do? He's gone for yeah. four months. So I was just going to do one show with him. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, can you play this other thing? And then can you play this other thing? And, and now we play, play three shows with him or something. And all of a sudden we started writing songs, like morphing the songs. And, and I was just in there from there. Yeah, he, he instantly became... Part of the family. Aww. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to look him in the eyes while I'm saying all this nice stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so, it kind of started with my crush on uh, Tia Blanca and stuff. Word. <laughs> Pro surfers. <laughs> so um, what's the dynamic like when you guys are on the road? It's got to be, you got to have to kind of yield something, so, I would imagine. It's Mike classic. is the actual woman in this band. My, yeah. 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 Mike is the By woman. the end of the tour, I'm just doing my nails and, yeah. and makeup. And, Cycles are yeah. lining up. Yeah. Yes. He's <laughs> blow drying his hair. Like, goes crazy. No, we nah. tour really well. We do. They get ready, we, and I'm just sitting in the corner of the Airbnb. Mike, just shut by the hell up over there. <laughs> for hours. Well, yeah. When I, when I was walking up here before we got started, you guys were doing your makeup. He's like, this is the dynamic on the road. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> And they're just doing their makeup. <laughs> that is not drunk. the dynamic. I'm just sitting there all the time by myself. Well, we love glitter. That's our yeah. that's that. our new thing. They love glitter. We I use it. Galaxy Glister Shout glitter. Out. Shout out! Shout out! They are the bomb. It's actually perfect. Like normally, glitter is really annoying, but this is just like the perfect glitter. And what? now it's part of our staple as Annie Dukes. We wear it every time. We found it when we were on tour in Huntsville and at like this little shop. And now every time we go through Alabama, it's like. 
you know where we need to go now. Yeah. <laughs> so what's so. what makes that glitter so spectacular? It's Annie. It's, it's, it's not. Annie. It's okay. also not flaky. It's a gel-based glitter. So yeah. most of the time people put glitter on and then they never get, like, it never goes away. But this just comes right off. Do you okay. want to try some? want to try some, Anton? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I'm on a podcast right now. <laughs> where is the glitter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll stand with you guys in solidarity with it. Where is it? <laughs> Do I need to grab I it? I knew we would talk I'm, about glitter at some point in this well, rock and roll. Callie's actually going to grab it for you. Uh, Mike, I, are you going to put some on too, bro? He is a freaking wussy. He not never, he's never put the glitter on, but I'm hoping that I'm you're putting it on. Guy. I'm going to set But you wore tone. your mom's kimono to an El Castillo show. So he wears what? a fanny pack, but so he won't what? wear glitter. That's, bro. Bro. Fanny pack is lit, though. You do it. You're already standing. A fanny pack is like the most... Like it, it, it's super practical. I'll give you that much, yes. but it's a terrible look. I will say. Hey, once, once you put, <laughs> there's nothing look. in your pockets. How, how do I do that's this? the game changer. No, like you got it. Nope. Put it on. All right. Already committed. There it is. Oh my God. Do the work? other side. That Bottom of the bill. It's like football. My thumb. Oh. There you go. Oh my God. <laughs> Am I an Annie now? You're an Annie. You are. Yeah, guys. I'm an Annie. Beautiful. <laughs> so when, when am I going on the road? The camera's sad. Yeah, we don't get paid, but you're welcome to come along. Is it, do I get paid in exposure points at least? Yeah. Fuck you yeah, get paid in it. glitter too. <laughs> you yeah. look great. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> you're now an Annie. Hey. It's a fish. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about the record and how you guys, uh, what the studio dynamic was like, because people don't talk about that enough, I think, either working in the studio, it's it can be rough. There's a lot of things that start to happen when you put your music under that microscope. Mm -hmm. And um, again, like egos can start to come into play. It's a whole different thing. So what was that experience like for you guys? The studio experience for us was incredible. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we took, like I said, we, we recorded January 1st. We had three days. We recorded the record in three days. Um, we took the two days before we went in, we probably did eight, nine hour rehearsals getting ready just to go into the studio. No so vocals. No vocals. Like, he plays to a click. We just went no, over like, and over. I didn't play my leads or anything. Like we, because what we did is we laid all the songs down to Mike listening to the click. So we laid them down live together. Okay. And then layered at that point. Um, we got to record with Ben McLeod and he recorded and engineered the record, which was absolutely for me, a rock and roll fantasy, to be quite honest. Where, um, where was the studio at? Uh, it's in St. Augustine, Florida. Okay. And uh, the studio actually is very special because the person that passed away that brought us together, he actually built the place that we were recording in. Oh, wow. So Ben rents the place out. And so when we first went to record with Ben, we didn't realize that that's where we were going to lay the music down and we pull up and we're like, holy shit, this makes so much sense. You yeah, know, it was so, like a full circle moment of like, wow, this is like yeah. meant yeah. to be. So to know? be in that room yeah. that Ryan built, it was just, you know, really, really incredible. But we went into the studio extremely prepared. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there were some moments where it was like, okay, well, should we do this here? Should we do that there? You know, we tweaked some things, but for the most part, we, we basically had like a full idea of what we needed to get done. So, I, I was really proud of us. I think that we did a very good job getting prepared for the studio. And it's like such different work when you prepare for the studio 
as opposed to preparing for touring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like you get ready for your live show and you talk about what you go, what are you going to talk about between songs and let's think about load in and load out and all that kind of shit. And then with the studio, you get to like really, really focus on that. I, I personally, I don't, I've never enjoyed the studio. I'm a live musician. I like to be up on stage. I like the, the audience, but this was my favorite recording experience hands down it was magical it really it, was it really was there was a lot of coffee i ate a lot of cheese it's yeah, yeah. she eats a lot of cheese i'm a, obsessed the studio diet is real that the yeah. first day that we went so we had like four days first day we went we were all dressed up ready for like our pictures being taken the next day we brought a cot yeah. We brought like a we mattress did. pad for the ground. We were in our pajamas. Oh yeah. Callie's yeah. got the Cheez Its every single day. We we're like, this is our true like I natural think I form. Ate four boxes. She did of Cheez Its. Oh, yeah, Cheez Its sponsor her. Yeah, please. Right. I'm begging you. It, it was an incredible experience, especially to get to like work with Ben and just have like he like closed the doors for us. You know, it was our time. It was Annie Dukes and. Yeah, it was the first time that we, you know, we came back, we had our sound, we've been through all this shit as a band in such a short time. And like, it was just awesome to just do the damn yeah, thing. Yeah, it happened really yeah. fast. And yeah, it, it was a long, uh, long hour days and a lot of thinking about it, going home and thinking about it. Right. Yeah. And, those, uh, those like, the, like those thing like the, that lives in your head until it's done. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. It's like, and like the, and the dressing for comfort thing is real too, because mm -hmm. you're in there for a long time. It can get like hot and weird. And then, you know, hot like, and weird. <laughs> for real. So like, uh, the, the engineer that did side hustles records is back there. Jay, he also does all the editing for, uh, the, the YouTube on, on our podcast. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, there'd be many times where I walked in just like gym shorts, sandals, mm -hmm. like, like an awful shirt. And we'd be in there for 12 hours. Just yeah. like, yeah. nitpicking stuff and retaking things and because like there's no more humbling experience than hearing yourself under that microscope oh my god yeah oh yeah you're like wait you were playing that yeah. i never knew you were playing that that makes no sense in context uh -huh, you know, it's like yeah. just weird shit like that you know yeah right um did you guys have to re you guys had, didn't have to rewrite anything you guys went in super prepared like that yeah i yeah. feel like we broke it down into basics we really just went down to the bones of everything and then when we did the live recording all together, we got to feel each other's energy, which I feel like we felt like feed it off of it. Yeah. And then we got to add everything extra on top of the bones. And I feel like that was probably the most beneficial thing that we did. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we experimented a little bit, you know, some of the like guitar things that I did, I experimented with some pedals and stuff, but like most of this, most of the things that you hear on that are just first, first passes. You know, her when Cass did her, her vocals. When, that was my nickname <laughs> as a kid, I'm not going to lie. Cassiter. <laughs> I like that. It's a good name. I like it. Strong. Strong, Strong name. Yeah. When, but when she laid down her vocals, you know, she she killed it. And it mm -hmm. went so quickly. I think the only thing that, like, we added things that we didn't fully plan out was the vocal harmonies. Yeah, and you know, so that that was like really fun, and I think oh, that you brought it. Callie just yeah, leveled Callie up. is the master of vocals. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it yeah. adds such a different dynamic, you know, it's just so like layering fun. and yeah. yeah, it's it's a really important aspect of, mm -hmm. of you know just building a song like that. Mm -hmm. um, were there any like highlights for you guys, like just like particular moments where you're like, oh shit, this is working? I mean, Emma laid down her first guitar solo in one take. 
It was epic. What? Yeah. It was insane. That's wild. Yeah. It was insane. She was so in the zone. I had me a little guitar moment when I, I, this was like the first coming out as like a lead guitar player for me. And so it was I had, important. It was very, very important and yeah. to like get to sit there and work with who I was working with and like have that time to like have my ideas that I had been sitting with for so long and like get to sit down and bring them to life. That was huge for me. Yeah. That's, I mean, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I've been playing guitar for like, you know, 15 years and Jay can attest to 10 hour days on one solo for me. So, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. it's quite a feat. So the awesome. thing about, um, I mean, Mike has been playing drums for forever, but Emma and I both picked up these instruments for the band. Yeah, you didn't play bass before, right? Mm -mm. And yeah. she didn't play electric guitar either. No. Wow. So, and Callie didn't play electric guitar either. So, like, wow. in the last almost two years, to see where we started and to see where we are now, it's like, I just can't wait to, to like, you know, keep diving into the instrument and learning more. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that has been the coolest part about this whole journey. Like, other than obviously, like, the cool things that we've done, like, the relationship that I've built with my guitar and like being able to lock in with Cass on stage like that, like, you know, with my last band, I was just a lead vocalist and I feel so much more powerful now as lead guitar player, you know, and it's, I, it's made me connect with music in a, in a far different way than I ever knew possible. Right. So it's been fun. Yeah. Well, you get to learn that, <laughs> like that, that perspective, right? So yeah. you're here, like you're thinking about things differently. And then also when you're thrown into the fire, like you have no choice but to learn. Like mm -hmm. you, you, it just it just happens, you know. The trio again. I'm like all trio this, but the trio changed us as a band. It did yeah. not to get into it, but it felt like what year was that? 2022. That was, yeah, last it year. It felt like a gut punch. We were just getting punched in the face over and over with so much shit going on left yeah. and right. Like mid tour. Mid tour. Like we started out as a five piece and then went to a three piece. That's hard. Mid tour. Mid tour. Fuck. So what did you guys do? Like, how did you? How were you able to adapt? Oh, we uh, just you just, just get up there it. and you just you just play as a trio. We yeah. just did it and it really changed everything. It, it tight it tightened the core of the band up so strong. Like by the time we came back home to rewrite songs because we had taken songs out of the set, we were a completely new band. Right. It felt different. Well, there's something about the uh, experience of like, I would call it like a trauma in that experience. No, like, it's this, a trauma bond, band, baby. This band is a trauma bond. Yeah. I this band say. is trauma. Yeah, this band is trauma. <laughs> this band is trauma. <laughs> it's, but it, the good kind. Yeah. It, so bring, it brings people closer together when you're, when you're in, the, in the ditches like that, sure. you know? Because like, you know, if you get through it, you know that you can stick it out during the next mm -hmm. one too, because yeah. it's going to happen again. Hopefully not in the capacity of losing members, yeah. but there'll be something where your van breaks down or like, you know, whatever shows aren't going well and mm -hmm. like you're severely under under budgeted. Yeah. Things happen and you start to have to get creative with how you get through things and mm -hmm. knowing that you're with yeah. people that can like, you know, support you with that and be in the ditches with you is great. For sure. I'm thankful for every hurdle that we've been thrown. Like every single one has just proved to us that like we can do it. Like the fact that we toured so heavy last year without having, we had two songs out and we toured our asses off last year. And like that just proved to me at least because I, I tried touring with my last band, didn't work out. It's hard. Didn't work out. Yeah. And uh, 
like we can do it. What, uh, how did you, how were you guys able to make that happen so quickly? Because when you're first starting out, there's no music, there's not a lot of presence on social media, but a lot of, you know, talent buyers are, are wanting that kind of stuff. So did you have representation from the no, get go or no, really? I'm not going to lie. Should we tell them about Natasha? Let's hear it. Okay. 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 Here we go. So when we first started, like Emma and I were just go-getters. We were just like looking up every city, every venue, just like sending out emails. And we we're like, no one's going to give us a chance unless we have representation. So we started writing these emails. It's like, hi, I'm Natasha. Um, I'm the booking agent for Annie Dukes. I wanted to reach out and blah, 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 blah. And then we started signing it off as Natasha. That I miss Natasha. I always wanted to see Natasha. Natasha, so that's I what we don't know about with. Natasha. Oh, Natasha got shit done. She did yeah. get shit done. Okay, Natasha she was did. A boss. Yeah, she's a boss. Natasha got a lot of shit done. We had to let her go. Yeah, yeah she, she's too she, much of a boss. She's too much. Yeah, yeah. She co she collects now, unemployment just, now. Just okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's doing. She okay. makes more than she's us. She's doing. She she makes a lot more than we do. But yeah. That's that's how that happened. That's not the first time I've heard of bands doing that because there just is something about having like the willingness of someone to represent mm -hmm. a band that just carries so much weight. Which is yeah. so stupid. Yeah, it is because it's like, you know, if I'm out there and I'm able to to communicate in the same way that, that an agent can, can I think can it's communicate. more impressive. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the work ethic is there. You know that I believe in my products. Mm -hmm. You know that I that I can communicate and understand the logistics of it all. So why wouldn't you give me the time of day anyways? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, when the thing is, is when you have agencies that are established that are working with established artists, those names carry weight. Mm -hmm. So even if it's an upcoming band that no one's heard before, they have a relationship with the agent or the manager yeah. or whoever, and then they're, they're just going to work with them, mm -hmm. you know? It's been interesting since this release has been out because we've been nonstop just emailing, reaching out. Not, I mean, uh, we spend hours and hours and hours pushing this. And we've turned a corner, you know, with like our, our video, Did I Say Yes? Now when we're reaching out to people, we're like, hey, we're Annie Dukes. This is our product. This is what we're trying to do. And it's cool because we have the traction behind us now to be able to say, hey, we represent ourselves this is us, this is DIY, can you please check it out? And to have the response that we've had because of it, it's so awesome to have that. Whether it's like five people viewing the video or 500, like it's it's been cool to put it out there like, hey, my name is Emma, I'm from Annie Dukes, you know? And like you just message everybody. It's It's interesting to see for sure. So you guys are still self-represented. You have no rep representation booking you or anything. Yeah. That's insane. Um, and congratulations for booking the tours of your booking. I mean, you guys played the Ryman, right? We played, so we were nominated for best rock group for the Josie Music Awards, which is like an independent music award show. Okay. And it was hosted at the Opry House. The Opry House, okay. Um, so we were nominated for that and it was really cool. And then we got the call saying like, we want you guys to play and represent the rock category. So we got to go to the Opry and play and it was incredible so the Ryman used to be the Opry okay. that was that was how it originally was and then it moved to something and I, I will say for some of the summer tours we did team up with um our friends from Underwire Collective mm -hmm. okay so Kinsley from Underwire you know helped us and they're just DIY as well mm -hmm. and so there were some shows that we teamed up so you know but it was it's all in-house like that's 
how are you guys delegating? Does, does do people handle certain responsibilities? Is there somebody that's kind of at the he like the helm of the ship telling who, who like who what to do? Um, two of we, us. Yeah, we do. we split things up. There are some things that I'm like, Emma, can you do this? And then there are some things that she'll make me do, yeah. like killing a spider. Yeah. Or something like that. Like we, we even things out for each other. Yeah. Like she'll, she'll handle the actual posting on social media. Okay. I handle majority of our like graphics and uh, posters and stuff like that. The business emails and all that kind of stuff we handle. Um, I will say, Mike, you've been very helpful He's lately. He's been stepping up. He's Head been of security. stepping up. Oh, security. Head of security. So I think it, it's Head been nice to just kind of like, you know, we've been, the two of us have been doing it for so long. We tend to like overwork ourselves and think that we can't ask for help. And so like the past month since we've been recording, we've kind of been just like corralling the whole band and we've been tackling it as a team effort. It's helped. Mm. It's helped a Who lot. Who knew you could ask for help? Yeah. Wow. I, I would love that. That's such another underrated aspect of like being a band leader that people don't also talk about is like, you have this idea of like, well, I write the songs, I book the shows, I handle all the promo, this and that. And people don't talk about the importance of delegating the responsibility. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you have people involved in the band that, are, especially if you don't have representation, if you have people involved that are really committed, like they almost want the responsibilities yeah. to like make them feel like they're more of a part of it than just playing an instrument, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I took over most of the cooking and food yeah. on Chef the last Callie. Chef Callie. Chef Callie. She feeds us on mm. tour. What, are you, what are you cooking on tour? Um, so family dinner nights. I'm a big pasta gal. So we do a gluten-free option. <laughs> yeah, I got <laughs> a lot of allergies. Okay. Yeah, so it's hard to I'm like find one. food that like everyone can eat. And that's like super easy. We ate so many wraps and so many bowls. Like, yeah. like quinoa rice bowls with like some type of ground protein on top. And you make all that stuff? Mm -hmm. He you, does. Do you, oh yeah. Do you like buy groceries before you go on the road? Yeah. And just oh, like, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you bring a cooler with you at all? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's We've done it wrong a few, so many times. Yeah. And now we we're doing it do right now. Yeah. And I we came, have been hungry. I I came on. And I was like, what in the world? Yeah. Is this help us? Help yeah. I'm like, we're hungry. I'm like, guys. I literally work in a kitchen. I've got this. Like we will prioritize. She works in a kitchen. She's like food prep in a restaurant. Yeah. It works that's for your, us. That's your day game. Mm -hmm. That's wow. what I do during the day. I whip it up in the kitchen. No, we've got everything prepared. The Annie Vanny is locked and loaded. Yeah. She. Uh, the like, Annie Vanny does well. She's got everything that you need. She's a gem. What uh, kind of van is it? It is a Dodge Ram Pro Master City. Shout out to Dodge Ram. Shout, Shout out, to, out Dodge. to Dodge Ram. <laughs> is Please. that the same? Is that what it is? I drive it a lot. I don't know. I don't it's know. a Pro Master City. <laughs> I wholeheartedly thought this entire time it was a Ford. So it's not a Ford. We is got like, a big old trailer. Yeah, too. we got a big oh, old yeah. trailer. Is it like an eighteen-passenger van? No. no. No, God, I wish. I wish. It's it's five. also my personal vehicle. Oh, it's her mom's so van too. I, I'm the only one in the van with a kid, okay. so it's like the football van as well. So what uh, what's the van look like before you go on tour, and what's it look like when you get pristine, home? baby? <laughs> yeah, pristine after before. tour, they're after so tour, fresh, so Mike, clean. Mike leaves popcorn under the seat because while he <laughs> yeah. he drives, him and Emma drive. He never but he will snack. He just. <laughs> 
he shovels that I into love his popcorn, all right? straight <laughs> snacking. That's like no seat. regard for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I drive the most, but it's for my own personal safety. So. Yeah, he doesn't like anyone else driving. <laughs> I'll be in the back, like hyperventilating. <laughs> if we're in the mountains with a trailer in that little van, oh my God. <laughs> I'm a passenger princess. I'm driving. She, I a, she gets car sick a lot. I get car sick. I'm like, y'all drive. I'll sit in the front seat. But I will say, just tell him, Emma. What? Tell them about the times I saved the day. Oh, they, she's, yeah. She, uh, the times that we have like one off Florida shows for some reason, they never end well for us. And then me and Mike usually end up getting hammered. And then this one saves the day, which is crazy. Driving us wherever I, we need to go. Us safety. So, sometimes. and I do pretty good. Sometimes. I will say. This we, band yeah. does really well when we leave the Florida state line. When we're in Florida, we don't do well. But once we leave Florida, we're like, wow, we're a different band. Facts. Yeah, we pass that Florida state line Facts. and it's like, we can take over the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, uh, are, do, you, do you have a lot of anxiety? Is that why you don't drive? Uh, no, they just think I suck at it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I sit in the same seat. My mom's like, at up. all times. It's so nice. Yeah, that, that's a weird thing, right? Because I feel like that, that was our dynamic too in the van where it was like, it was everyone had their spot. Then there was no, like, it almost felt like someone was sleeping in your bed. Yeah. If yeah. they took your spot in the van. It's a sign yeah. seating. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I stole Cass's She spot, did. I just let her have it. But she never said anything till we were literally in Nashville after the entire drive. Oh, I let like, her sit the whole 10 hour drive. I'm like, whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm like, I literally don't care where I sit. I'm reading books. Like, I'm minding my business. Like, you can sit where you want. Secretly just, the whole time Cassidy's like, I'm like staring at her. Like, she's That's glaring. my spot. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because like you get like you, you get your phone charger situation going, mm -hmm. you got your cup holders, you got like all your little, you, you create a little nook for yourself. Yeah. And people, in, you got like a book somewhere and just all mm -hmm. your stuff is stashed where you want it. And someone comes in and starts to like fuck with shit. It's like, uh, excuse it's, me, this is my room. Exactly. <laughs> we, we don't touch. have our whole kit and caboodle. We have our air mattresses. We can post up anywhere. We're good. When oh, we yeah. had um, Kenny from Underwire with us, she kind of decked our van out. We have these like things <laughs> that go on the back of the seats. So we all have like little pockets for our seats. <laughs> we have a net above us with yeah. all the snacks in it. We're loaded up in there. That's mm -hmm. It's the Annie Vanny. I, I like will it. say the AC could be a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> you got no AC so in the, the back, back of the van? No. There's AC, it's just not. There's, there's portable the, fans. There's none in the we back. Have, we have to have portable like fans with us because it's so hot. The van, the van is very, it's epic, but it is a little small. Okay. And the back seats don't really get the airflow, I guess. I see. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Listen, I it's cozy. The last tour, <laughs> so when we played the Opry, I was deathly ill. Deathly. I had the deathly. flu. So we Gnarly. played Maggie Rose. I wasn't feeling good at Maggie Rose. Then we had Hartwood Tom Petty Fest the next day. And by that point, I had a fever of 102. I was ill. And wow. then we left for Nashville the next day. So... I was posted up in the trunk of the van. I had all of everything that I needed and I was quarantined back there. And I like I can't even really remember most of it because of the fever dreams that I was having. Oh it was God. pretty rough. But like the vanny provided. Oh. And <laughs> we had to hit urgent care. We had to yeah. hit urgent care. Are you serious? It, it, was, it was gnarly. The it day would, before that, I, I questioned if I wars. was going to have to pull out of the And opry. that's just like oh when God. I tell you how like most of the time we're being pounded in the face. That's one of those examples yes. where it's like, oh my God, we're gonna go play the Opry and go on this tour. And it's like, Emma's like deathly ill. ill. God, yeah, we terrible. looked. I looked back at her and I'm like, 
she's more pale than she normally is and hey, that's, that's concerning and that's concerning <laughs> yes i'm are like you, she's not okay are you one of those people that's like always sick me not, and uh, emma don't lie not like that <laughs> not i will like that not like that, that was a whole different like little emma cold. and i are always there's always a little something going on with us don't yeah. know what it is but that time, I've never seen anyone that sick in my whole life. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Crazy. That's like my biggest fear is having an opportunity like that and not being it, like just feeling that. I mean, that's mm -hmm. such a terrible headspace to be in mm -hmm. to entertain. Oh, I, you know? I will say it's so much easier to face that not being a lead singer anymore. Right. So like I knew no matter what, I was like, you can wheel me up to the Grand Old Opry stage and I will still play this fucking show. Yeah. Like, but there were a couple moments where it was like, Am I gonna play this show? <laughs> we were just like sitting there taking leads. Just like got snot dripping out of your nose. You're just like fuck, bro. Well, when we took her to urgent care, they gave her like steroids. Yeah, the they steroid gave her everything. Helped. Yeah. And she woke up being like, "Huh, like, I'm alive." She's like, she was alive. I, I can we made it through. Yeah, and it's like one. it's like everyone's dressed up and stuff. Like to be sick, like in that scenario, is gnarly. We're doing like a red carpet interview, and she's like sick as hell. Oh, yeah, man. like but <laughs> Sorry, nobody everyone. knew. Nobody no, knew. Nobody I pulled knew. off Tom Petty Fest. Saw at Maggie Rose. No one knew. Everyone knew the next day when they got sick. But oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stayed healthy the whole time. Super yeah. spreader. She oh, was God. by far the worst at Tom Petty Fest for <laughs> yeah. sure. That sucked. Um, I really want to um, uh, get some audience participation as well. Would you guys like to ask Annie do some questions? Oh, what God. you got, Jory? I'm scared. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Emma, Emma and I, when I was um, 18, I met Emma with my old cover band. We opened up for her and I thought she was just the most badass person I've ever met. We were back in this green room and she had a bottle of bourbon in her hand. She's uh -oh. like, she, can I say this? Sure. She's like, you want some? I was like, I'm only 18. She's like, I just like a little swig, you know, for just the vocal cords. I was like, okay. And I, I, I just thought she was like the coolest person ever. And from <laughs> then on, like we, we were friends on social media for years and years. And then when my dad passed away, she kind of reached out to me and was just like, you know, I'm letting you know I'm here. Like I, I'm here for you. I feel for you. And yeah. We were kind of just like online friends, um, but our connection was through knowing Ryan. So it really wasn't even Lindsay. Um, yeah. So it, it was crazy, you know, like we barely knew each other, but we kind of knew each other. And then, you know, when Ryan passed and uh, she's getting dropped off at my house and we're on a plane together to go up to Tennessee to spread some of his ashes, you know, it was instant like connection. I, I felt like I've known her my whole life. I agree. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, we've been through some lineup changes. We've been, the band started in so many different ways, but the things that we've done as a band, like, I feel like this is a completely different project than it was when it when we first started. Yeah. 
Um, it had to start out that way. Oh, yeah. I will say through all the stuff that we've been through, I feel like Emma and I have just stood there with our feet on the ground, just like going through it yeah. like together. Like I do feel like I've known her my entire life. Oh, I love you. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. so sweet. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I think, you. I think that um, doing the Did I Say Yes single music video was the most powerful thing I've ever been involved in. And Same. all of us, like when Absolutely. we planned it and planned it and planned it, but when those women came in, it was a feeling I've never felt before. And I definitely think that we will be involved in projects like that. You know, being a female fronted band, we're all about supporting women and women's rights. And Mike is right there along with yeah. us for the ride. He loves yeah. women. Uh, I love he does. Women. Oh, yeah. I love, I'll it's, take it as a compliment. It's literally why you joined the band. It yeah. is. I don't think we- I was raised by women. I don't think we have intentionally set out to be this band that can stand on, you know, a soapbox and say, hey, this is what's wrong with the world and what's not, but there's been things that have happened to us to where we do want to say what's on our mind and we do want to talk about the things that, you know, we've either personally been through or we know somebody that's been through it. We want to be that voice. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting being on tour when Roe v. Wade got overturned and, you know, being away from your home and seeing, you know, women that we knew standing up and doing all that kind of stuff. Like it kind of put into perspective. It's like, hey, I don't want to just sit here and write about a bad relationship that happened yeah. six years ago. Like, no, I want to talk about, like, did I say yes? Like, did I, it's, it's, I don't think that we're wanting to be that band, but we don't want to not be that mm -hmm. band. I think it's very important to us to be on the right side of history for us. And, uh, that's, I mean, I, that's how I personally feel. And I know that I stand up here with them about that. Absolutely. For sure. and, Absolutely. And, and the music video, you know, the women made that music video. We, we just yeah. put out the open invitation and they, and they showed up and they, and they were the ones that made that video what it was. Mm -hmm. So the we whole have, song kind of just sprouted. Like it sort of just came out of us when we wrote just the music. We wrote the music in like 10 minutes, 30 minutes tops. It was crazy. And I, it was just like, we should do this. Let's go this way. And it was done. Yeah. Awesome. And then they were like, let's use these lyrics. And they had like some of the lyrics. And all of a sudden it was clicking like really. It, it fell into place. Weirdly fell into place. Yeah. And the same with the music video. So then all these girls show up for the music video. We were really nervous. Yeah, it was, it was just like above our expectations yeah. for the song and the music video. So. For sure. I had full body chills, like walking into like the back room when they were all waiting for us to like be ready for them and yeah. like walking in and like 
feeling that energy of just like I don't know it's like power yeah like having a voice like having a voice and having a platform to kind of either spread that awareness grief like acceptance or like whatever it is but it was the the feeling the entire time we were shooting was just in incredible yeah Yeah, that's i mean it's it really is an amazing song it comes through in the performance for sure thank you the video is so well done as well um and and kind of to to your point like like the idea of like we were talking earlier uh with some friends about just being honest in your endeavor whether it's social media or music and when you're writing from an honest place sometimes it just kind of syncs up with what's in the ether of society you know so it's like when you kind of hit that perfect point of like your personal experience with what so many other people are experiencing it just translates you know just at the right time you know yeah so it's that was a good question thank you Let's get one thing straight. I'm the protector of the band. I am the head of security. Don't even lie. I have deflected so many creeps off these girls. Yeah, but sometimes he doesn't get the signal. He doesn't know our signals. I will let him know. You know the eyes. Our signals suck. Listen. beer. I don't know. What is our code word? Yeah. I I heard from. I'll stiff arm a creep. No. Yeah, but that's only some man like harassing us. Yeah, Cass is like. I'll look back at Mike. I'm like. And he's like, and yeah. he's like, hey, hey <laughs> help, help us. He's like, hey. You gotta like, be real like, clear when you're creeped out. You'd be like, sometimes me. you don't want to be rude. I don't know how much good, more clear party, I can be, right? Mike. There's something about these little, like, smaller rock and roll shows that brings out some creeps, y'all. Yeah, we got yeah. some creeps. Y'all, it's crazy. Y'all, stay off my girls here, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't come to the show and creep them out, because then you'll put me to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't have to deflect you. Yeah. We're all three his girlfriends. He takes care of us. He does. He so does. Cool. Unless I'm drunk and unless he's useless. drunk, yeah. I'm the protector. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Nah, <laughs> nah. I love I, it. I'm always looking out for him. That's such a cool dynamic, though, because it can be weird, you know, like having one dude in that, in the, like, just not knowing what what the line is, right? Yeah. Just of like, yeah. where do I step in versus where do I just let you do your thing, mm-hmm, right? And uh, to just understand that line, so it's between like being uh, like over the top with it or mm-hmm. just like being right there and that's yeah. you know. once he gets it he understands yeah. he comes and puts his arm around us and then everyone's like all right, yeah. all right. but he this lets us weird. he lets us drown for about 20 minutes he's been like i'm gonna i'm gonna see how long i can wait it out yeah <laughs> before i make my move that's awesome i try my best he does uh, good he does good um any other questions from anybody in the audience no any other questions Cool. Well, um, I, I love to do some unpopular opinions with you guys. We have a segment that we do on the show called Unpopular Opinions, and we each go around and we just say something unpopular, and then we just talk about it for a little bit. And if you entered the drawing uh, in the bucket up there, we will pull from yours after we go through ours and talk about that. And if you win, you'll get your CBD package from Best Bud CBD store. Uh, so we'll go ahead and start that. Uh, you guys got any unpopular opinions you want to talk about? Yes. Uh, yeah. Who wants to go first? Can't wait. Um, 
Should we go down the line? Yeah. Whatever yeah. you guys want to do. Okay, I, to first. I think uh, fanny packs are better than putting stuff in your pockets. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I... They're way better. Dude. Oh, yeah. Try it. <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. There's freedom. They're definitely more practical. I don't have no phone bulging out of my, my leg here. He's got a zebra print fanny no, pack. It's zebra oh, tiger print. It's tiger. Zebra, zebra tiger. It's the same thing. Y'all here for the tiger? A zyger. <laughs> it's pretty. Hey, yeah. Don't it's, knock it till you try it, I swear. It's, it's something. It's just a bad look. You know what I mean? It just looks like, like you're, taking, you, you're taking your kids to Epcot or something. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a convenience in it. It's all right here. Yeah. It's like my phone ammo. Yeah, know. exactly. Pockets are for that reason, and they look way cooler. Mm. But it doesn't really look cool when you have a bunch of shit like bulging out it, of your pockets. Yeah, Mike. Sit down on this couch right now. I got nothing going on. Well, I don't have my fanny pack with me. But <laughs> yeah. You should have brought it. Should have should have had it. Should have brought it, but should have could have. You know, it's a game changer, though. How do y'all feel about fanny packs? We'll have to tell people in the, look in the audience. Thumbs up. There's so many thumbs up. Thumbs I'm up. like. They're, <laughs> they're sick, yo. The shoulder bag, yes. You can That's shoulder them. Like, you can like shoulder them. Like a cross body. a shoulder bag. You can shoulder so, it. So we got two people that like the fanny pack. So yeah. that was a wildly unpopular opinion. Damn it. So is that good, though? No, it's good. You you nailed it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Good. <laughs> All right, Callie, are you ready? <laughs> um, so mine's really unpopular, and I'm good with it because I'm actually never home. But cats are totally superior to dogs. Ooh. I hate to say it. I know. I know. I know. No one's going to agree with me. No, dog. They're yep, so independent. Course. I bought a $700 automatic litter box, so I don't even have to touch their poop anymore. So that that's like the only negative to them normally. So, and they snuggle with me every morning. The, I, I You know, I do love cats. I grew up with cats and dogs. So your team dog, though. I think so. Your yeah, team dog. I know. Dog. It's okay. I think so. We're, we're a small dogs. group of people. Yeah. It's just. I also got bit in the face by a dog when I was like That'll three. do it. So do I still love them? Yes. But am I still traumatized? Also, yes. Yeah. It's just the thing with cats where it's like not like, I don't know. There's just not as much of a connection. I, f I feel yeah. like I could die and they just wouldn't care. Yeah, I right? agree. Dogs are like, they need me. There's something about that that I like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How do you feel about Emma? Oh, Team I'm dogs. a dog person. Dog person? I, cats, you know, I will accept them around me if they're around <laughs> me. Like, it's cool. It's like, okay, it's cool. You're there. Um, well, you're I had a cat once. It was just my roommate at that point. But I am a team dog person. Definitely. I like the puppers. What do you got, Kat? Or Emma, what's your unpopular opinion? My unpopular... Oh, hold on, before we do that, sorry. I want to get a rating from the audience. Dogs or cats? Who's, what do you guys like more? Dogs. All Thank right. you. Thumbs, thumbs up for cats. Thumbs up for cats. That's why... We got a couple of cat people. Thumbs up hey, for dogs. yo. Dogs win. Okay. You, yeah, I, I like, yeah, I like both, too. Um, all right, so that was a good unpopular opinion. People like dogs more, so... I'm okay job. with that. I accept that. <laughs> What you got, Emma? So I am a sci-fi nerd. A what, a what nerd? Sci-fi nerd. Okay. I love sci-fi. And I think that Star Trek is far better than Star Wars. Oh, damn. A fight. Did I piss <laughs> you guys off? Did I make you upset? You just got, you just Listen, the if the Federation was a thing, I'd sign up to be like in it right now. You guys like, are losing followers as we speak. I know. That one. I know. That was a big mistake, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Whoops. Sorry. 
Yeah, I don't know. I've never been. I, I'm, I don't like sci-fi stuff. I find it hard to connect to because I know it's not real. You know, so that's like a weird. <laughs> thing. It's a weird thing that I have. But Star Wars, I grew up with, and it's just more action-packed. So I guess there's an aspect of it that I like. Star Trek, I just could never get through. Like it's just it was boring. She dude. watches it. Every I night actually to go requested to sleep. them to put it on. That's why it's on right now here. Oh, are you serious? It's on yeah, right it's now. Playing. Wow. That's I didn't, but it's nice coincidence, though. It was on when she walked in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it just worked out perfectly for her out. unpopular opinion. It's in your rider. I need yeah. uh, Star Trek playing in the green <laughs> yeah. room when we get there. Star Trek, all please. Times during the event. How do you Season guys? 8, episode 26. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I haven't seen either. So. I haven't seen either either. <laughs> yep, you've never seen Star Wars no. or Star Trek? I've seen like bits and pieces, but I don't have the attention span for Dude, that. Dude, I'm the only one that's me like, beat me up, bitches. Like, <laughs> she wants to be taken by aliens. She says that all the time. She is obsessed. That's cool. That's different, though. That's different than watching See? Star Trek. See? It's Picard for me, honestly. Jean Luc is like my ideal partner. Sorry. What about him do you like? <laughs> Everything. Every, okay. <laughs> Everything. I like the way his heart. He flew that his, spaceship. His heart <laughs> is the most thing I'm attracted to. Okay. His so leadership. He, okay. His leadership. <laughs> oh my god. You know, he's very caring. Yeah. Oh Where do you, my are, god. Do, do you do you know about Star Wars at all? I mean, yeah, sure. So so you are there, are there characters there that you like or don't like? I mean, I like Chewbacca. Okay. The He's not much of a leader though, right? Well, I mean, he's, he's just like there. He's like a dog, and I like dogs. You know what I mean? Like a dog yeah. Broom. Yeah. It works out. I dig it. So where where we where we at, guys? Star Wars. Where are the Star Wars fans at? Okay. <laughs> Star Trek. Okay, so that wasn't popular, but only like three people here like sci-fi at all. So <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. What you got, Cassidy? I didn't know there was going to be audience voting. Oh, yeah, we're doing it. I, I'm, I'm so nervous no, now. I didn't know that, that oh, was going to happen either. You're about to get just, I just went with it. Okay, I think that food <laughs> is better cold than hot. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Some food so... is. Some food is, though. But like, so no, but like as a whole, she believes no, like as a whole food. across the board. Yeah, like Besides cold pizza. Soup. Cold pizza is good though. It's good, but it's Everything not better is than good hot. Cold. It's not better than hot at all. That's like true. I'm talking like in the fridge or just sitting out. Like it's better. She loves no, frozen grapes. I love frozen grapes. That's a popular them. thing though. People like that though. Yeah, that's not my unpopular opinion. But the, the all cold, food. all food cold, cold is better. That that's is wild. so weird. I don't eat Taco Bell. I'll do that any day. This girl lives life on the edge. Cold food? Cold Bro, food you know, is you better. You know how much bacteria is in that shit? What do you don't know? tell me that. <laughs> just saying. As I long as it's not room temperature. No, like you eat it and you put it in fine. the fridge. Oh, like the leftover. Yeah, ca calories. Yeah. So it's awesome. No. So <clears throat> at, food, at room temperature, food cannot remain out for more than two hours before bacteria starts to grow. Oh, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. I just leave that oh, shit sitting there for like two days. Yeah, so like things <laughs> like bread is fine, but that's why they ask you to store it in a cool and dry place okay. so it doesn't reach a certain temperature. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really talking like in the food. fridge. <laughs> I'm really like weird. Put it about in the fridge. Yeah, it's better. can't be choosers sometimes. So what's your favorite f food? And you, what's your favorite food in general? I love Thai food. Thai, just all Thai food? Mm -hmm. And you oh, like it good. all cold over hot? Pretty much. Like curry and like. All okay. 
I will say curry. No, I'll say curry is good cold too. You're you're wild. Yeah, that's I'm wild. I yeah. live life on the wild side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, how many people here like all of their food cold versus hot? It, really? One person oh, actually, my cousin. We got one. I'm surprised anybody agreed with that. It's a family thing. Do I win? <laughs> it's yeah, a family that's thing for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, how many people like their food hot as opposed to cold? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At least I didn't say mustard on pizza. That's. That's the trashiest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I told Isaac that too to his face. So I can say it again. It's the trashiest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm gonna try it. Cold, uh, cold, of course. Alex, oh, no. if you try it, can you uh, take a video of it and, and tag us? Because uh, Alex Sears did it too. He did it twice, and he loved it. I'm gonna uh, try. I hate mustard in general, so yeah, me I'd too. Be, if it was like a honey mustard, I feel like I could get behind that a little bit more. It, it's just like pizza is already so strong on its mm -hmm. own; it's so salty and just like present on its own. Where mustard just, I feel like it's, it's supposed to enhance that, mm -hmm. and it's too much. Too the much. only I mean, dipping sauce for pizza is ranch. Too That's much for it. sure. Yeah, ranch. Yeah, ranch, ranch. Is, is fire with pizza for sure. Uh, let me get my unpopular opinions here. I got a whole, I just like write them down. I as was going to say, how do you keep up? Like, I, I have so many of them and it, one will pop in my head and I just write it down on my phone. Smart. Um, so let's see, what's a good one that I can do? Um, okay. I like, there's this like thing that people do when like they accomplish something and then they post like, I did a thing. Oh, I hate that I don't too. Like that, that bothers me to no end. <laughs> I know most people do. I, I don't. I don't. I don't judge you for it. It's just like it's. It's just a thing that like. It's like what's the thing that you did? Just, the, the thing is, is they write so before it. It's so, so I did I a did thing. It. Right. Yeah. Right. I am so guilty of that. Aww, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. But to be fair, it's when I cut like a foot off my hair. Yeah, it's and when I she was, has a mental breakdown. She's yeah, like, so. it was like a post, like a post mental breakdown. Like, so I did a thing, but am I really happy about it? No, but did I do it? Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay, when I, I hear those words come out of her mouth, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> She's like, what, what did you do, you do now? Do? Yeah. Yeah, there's something about it, it's, especially when it's like milestone things where you, where it's something like you, you get like a degree mm -hmm. or you, you get a promotion or something. It's like I did a thing, and it's like. Okay, can you elaborate? Because I'd like to yeah. be happy for you, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. it's so vague. Yeah, I don't know. It's again, I don't like judge anybody for it. It's just it, it's just a weird tick that bothers me. I don't no, know. I totally get that. But to be fair, it prompts a conversation for sure. It, it definitely does. Yeah, because I'm going to ask you what you did. Prompts or, I'm, or I'm just going to be like, ignore it. No. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you didn't make Good it interesting you. enough for me to like care about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. Anybody else? Who, who, who uses I did a thing? Who says that? You, you can raise your hand. It's okay. No <laughs> she, judgment. That's my that's girl. She has okay. some attitude with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> does it bother anybody else when people use that language? It does? Okay. One person? Okay. So fight, everyone else is fight, different. Fight. So that was kind of unpopular, I guess. All right. Well, Cassidy won the unpopular opinion, at least for as Great. far as we go. Now we got to do the audience one. So uh, Aaron or Chris or anybody. Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Here we go. The bucket oh, here is we go. coming up. There he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we got a solid amount of people signed up for it. I'm it's nervous. pretty dope. I'm going to look away. Yeah, only <laughs> politics and religion. That was, yeah. that was a stipulation. All right, uh, Rob Kiss. Who's Rob Kiss? 
No Rob Kiss in the house? Oh, there oh, he is. God. All right, dope. Uh, Rob Kiss says that mushrooms suck. Uh, are we talking about just the food or? Yeah. Oh, especially cold. Uh, they do suck I cold. I see. Are they we do suck cold. He went for the gut. He's oh. not even talking about fun mushrooms. That's what I was going to say. Are we talking about no the He's talking about the food. Okay. I agree with you. I think they're terrible. Like nothing about mushrooms <laughs> tastes good to me. You guys like mushrooms? I love mushrooms, no. but I don't like them cold. But I, I, I love like, mushrooms I like, I love only the ones in clear that, soup. You like mushroom in what? Clear soup, like clear. from the Japanese oh, places. That's yeah. the only time I'll eat a mushroom. Because you barely taste it in that sense. Exactly. I love all kinds yeah. of mushrooms. Exactly. You like mushrooms? I love mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they all taste like the Dirt. fun ones to me. You know what I mean? They're like, mushy. They're yeah, gross. They, they, t they taste like shit. Like they, they taste like the earth. Yeah. You know? yeah. We do. Yeah. So you like mush mushrooms, Mike? I like, yeah, I like all of them. He likes all the of them. The kinds that make you feel groovy, I like those yeah, too. Those, yeah, those, <laughs> those definitely have their perks. I like those. <laughs> and Cassie, you like mushrooms or no? No. No, what about mushrooms do you not like? They taste gross. The yeah. texture. <laughs> texture. I will say it's the texture. It's a texture thing. I, I have the same thing with beans, right? I like the flavor, <laughs> but the texture of beans is is rough. I She's a texture girl. She hates texture. It's important. It's it, it, I hate that about me so much. Yeah. So, like, when I go and order a pub sub, I can only get a half because I tried to get, a, like, a, a whole one so I could, like, eat half now and eat half for dinner. And then I tried to do that, and I took a bite of it, and I immediately threw it up because I couldn't do it. Oh, my God. The cheese got soggy. All this weird uh, talk about food make my tummy hurt, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of great food, uh, make sure you guys get food from uh, the bar here because it's good. fucking phenomenal. So yeah, it's, it's good. It's like legit. Delish. It's every. It's the exact opposite of what we've been talking about. This place is so awesome, by the way. Yeah. I'm really stoked that you had it here. It's a very cool venue. Shout out to Kingmaker. The beer's amazing. Yeah. Like everything yeah. about yeah, what they're absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Like sour. You know. Um, and we're still that they let us do this here because this is like kind of a, a, an odd thing to do, like a live podcast. It's not something that's done very often. They, they took a chance on it with us. So we really appreciate it. They let us come in here and just do whatever we wanted. So it's yeah. pretty dope. So shout out to Kingmaker for helping to grow the music community and the culture here in Hell Jacksonville. Yeah. We're going to uh, strike this stuff. We're going to let Annie Dukes set their stuff up and they're going to play a show for you guys. So Hell yeah. thank uh, you. Enjoy. Thanks, thank you guys Yay. for coming out. It means a lot. Thank appreciate you guys. Thank you.